0: Hi my people and Happy New Year to everyone and welcome to NeuroDigest Podcast with me your host Dr Sylvia Moramo Chabo and it is January a new year, new opportunities and we are here to continue with our offer conversations, real life stories about exactly what it is that we go through in life here in the African continent as caregivers and persons with neurodevelopmental disabilities. So today, being January, I want us to talk about back to school and starting school. Actually, this conversation got prompted earlier today when I bumped into a parent um, and we just got talking. You know, normally it will be like, Hi, hey, Dr. Sylvia, I follow you or I've seen you or in various places. And we kick off the conversation, Kawahida mom-to-mom talks. and their topic about how are you doing, you know, typical catch up and the story went towards school. And as we were talking, I could just see tears welling in these parents' eyes and I realized this is a conversation we have not had. So let's have it today. So the thing with autistic children, not all of them, but most of them, when we talk about they are not okay with change, this means changing all the aspects in life. Anything small that's about to change in their routine because they adore, they love routine. That means something as small as you're coming to get a new nanny, your nun is going away or you're changing the routine like if they go swimming and they're not going to go swimming, you start early, you start telling them, way in advance like a week, like oh we're not going to go to school tomorrow even if they're not talking they always understand or if you're using visuals you'd say you you bring the change that this one will not be there but that let them know in advance makes their lives easier why am i saying this most of the time as parents we are eager for the time we take our children to school but the thing with autistic children is you cannot just act and take this child to school the way you do a typical child like go find a school tell them you're going to school that school opening day grab their hands escort them get into school and push, and you expect it to be nice and rosy it's not going to work so the good process for an easy transition for your special needs child is when you're looking for schools go with them it's not one size fits all or just because it's what you want or what works for you, it might not work for them. So go with them to that school, spend time, like it's like an assessment of the area, see how they interact with the environment, have them meet the teachers, ask who their teacher would be, have them spend some time with them, see how that interpersonal relation, do they settle, are they going to be okay and comfortable? And you do it over time, if it's a school that you have already decided because of circumstances and you need them to fit there, then that's also slightly different. It's not, you don't have to go round, 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 round. If you don't have any other choice and they have to be in that school, it is advisable for you to do it in phases. With one, you've done your research, you know. Then you go with them and let them do the meet and greet. If you're okay, then you have to have assessment. The school has to assess the child to get to know, is he comfortable with the environment, the things you want. Does the school have in-house therapy? Do they bring them in? What activities are there? What does your child like? What outdoor activities or sports would you want them to engage in? All, all these things matter when you're deciding which school you're going to take your special needs child. Then you go with them, even if it means day one, you're going to spend the morning or one to two hours with the child. Remember, we're helping them adopt to this change that is coming so they can see mommy who's a familiar face and you you can sit at the back of the... Classroom as he engages and interact remember social interaction is one of the challenges But then we are always advised that the school setup is one of the best environments to help the children especially also picking up conversation socialization uh, Just being around other children and also it helps a lot with the uh, speech how that works is like there is that challenge of people communicating it can be frustrating but over time they also uh, Challenge themselves and pick up the conversation if their brain is ready it's not that going to school is the solution for every child to start talking overnight. So manage your expectations, mom, dad, and whoever is a caregiver of this child. Don't walk in thinking that this is going to be my solution to all my autism problems. No, it is not. So when we're having this conversation with mommy, she said the behavior of the child all of a sudden has changed. And the child has is having a hard time. He's not eating. He's not uh, he, he's now having behavior challenges. He's becoming self-injurious, uh, which is banging uh, their heads or they're those who bite themselves. So when you're looking at behavior changes in a child, it's a way of communication for the non-speaking autistics. They're trying to tell you something. They're struggling. They can't verbalize it, so you will see in the behavior. So be keen, and it's teamwork. The teacher has to be on board and be honest with them. When you're bringing in a special needs child, let the school know my child is autistic. Sometimes we fear to say it because of stigma. But you see, when, a para- when when the school does not know your child is autistic, that means they don't know how to accommodate them. They will not know what the child needs to make it easier for them to integrate into the school and be with other children. And when they get violent because you did not disclose, they get the branding of they're being, um, they're being uh, rude, or they're violent, or they're not settled, or they're just stubborn, and you do not want that for your child to be branded and also for other kids not to want your child in the school, and eventually, most of the time, sadly, you find the school saying they cannot handle and your child is sent back. So my friends, it is a process We're on week one. So to avoid all these things, that one day you can spend the whole day for two, three days. Today, skip tomorrow as you're still having conversations. This is school. Children come here. You spend the day here. See this child remains as, as, as you go. So don't assume that they don't understand. Remember, they work best with repetition. So if I see this is coming, this is school. Again, tomorrow, this is school. Again, tomorrow, this is school. So if you spend that, let's say that one morning, like uh, alternate days. It takes sacrifice. I know someone is thinking, and my work. Remember, you have to put in for you to get in return. So you can spend that, depending on how easy. So this one is not at your one size fits all. It can be a one day thing, and they just see mommy, you see who they connect with out of the support teachers, the class teachers, and then now you interact. Remember, you're introducing a new person who's going to be central and almost with them every day. So you want someone that they naturally blend with their energies, their love comes, their care comes naturally without forcing it. So once you do that, then now you, yourself, now you drop them for one day, they're home one day. So when you're choosing a school, so it's not you're starting at now term one, no, 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 you start the previous term, it's advisable, then you pick. Or you start, they'd rather start one week late, that means, so you can start the last time the last few um, weeks of an ending term to know if it's a best fit. Because you can imagine now as a parent, you've gone, you've shopped, you bought uniform, you've paid full school fees. Then the school tells you, no, we cannot keep your child because of the challenges they're having. It's going to break you and it is very, very frustrating. So take your time. Go check this. This, this, this place is out. Over time, then see how your child is. And engage them when they come back. Did you like? What did you enjoy? Have conversations with the teacher. How was the child? What did they enjoy? And then you check also with uh, the way they were before. And you can even diversify it and see if you're doing it in multiple places to see which of the schools that the, the child is gaining. Check out for things like, does the school offer um, therapy? Do they offer... Which extracurricular activities? Remember, we have things like play that are key. Which curriculum does the school teach? Because we know that Montessori system works best. Because and even sort of quote unquote, the CBC style of. Actually, engaging creative it engages their minds because most of them are creatives. Is their music because you could find that that is how we build and get to know if our children have any special talents that we're able to nurture them. Because over time, then you also find that, uh, from example, uh, academics is just not working for them. That means that's just who they are. What are you going to do? And for me, from experience, like right now, giving an example of baby A, you find that music is the one thing, one stanza and he understands the rest of the rhythm. But our challenges, I know sadly, is actually finding the right person and the right place for our extra talented, which brings me to my next topic. I believe that we have a compass that, when it comes to enrolling into our new school, Take your time, shop around, know what you're looking for. Find a place that even the distance at home, what support system is there, what's the environment, what extracurriculum activities, how they relate with their children, how willing are they to help. And also do, when they start, just do random drop-ins in school to see that your child is actually being taken care of. There are many parents who've walked into a school, and because, especially when you put your child in a typical school, yet they, they and, and they are atypical, you will find them roaming around unattended to. Because of that branding of a difficult child, you want out, get out and you sort yourself, you'll come back later. So you're paying fees for your child to just walk around and do what they want, and you're not gaining anything out of it. So you have to learn to also do checking because you cannot expect what you don't inspect. Alright? You cannot expect what you don't expect. Also ask for an IEP after the first few words. So what is the plan? What are we working with? After they've already interacted for a while, get to know that. Know that at the beginning of the term, what you're going to be working on or at the end of the term is most likely what have we achieved this term? Where do we want to go? What do you want as a parent so that you know you have continued even at home? If this is what the child is doing at home, um, you continue it in in, in I mean, whatever has been done in school, they continue at home. Let me make you laugh. We'll get to that too. This time, my my son was being taught how to use scissors. So and he was getting a hang of it because that's how they learn how to do fine motor skill, and tearing papers. It's part of learning. But now it spills to the house. Anything that is paper, they meet. Prrr, one day. My son took very important documents i nearly pulled my head off so be on the know what is going on in school so that you know so what we will advise that one is like get like see like these are just random pieces of paper and you can give them and they know this is your stack for cutting and we always keep it here so that that way they know don't touch this one these are my documents your documents are over there if you need to you can take you can tear all you want because you see that fine motor activity brings eye hand coordination they're very small small things that we take for granted that actually supports our special needs children so um in, in a nutshell that is now enrolling and this same applies to not just enrolling and it takes that taking time in enrolling even when they're about to close school when they're about to close school you prepare them that this routine is about to change. You also have to ask schools if your child needs a support aid, you have to also ask the school in advance if they accept. Because there are some schools that don't accept support from outside. There are those ones who would be regular schools and they say you need to bring a shadow teacher to also help while in school. So there are all those are the relevant questions that you need to ask when you're looking for a school for your child. And remember when it comes to uniforms also, don't have to stress your child with... Um, with wearing some things because there are children who can't stand labels that also, also don't like some textures and, and they're like a cotton only child so you have to explain those things and look for a school that is accommodative but if you get stuck you can also talk to us here and this week's because we our inclusive wear has the line where we can customize your child's uniform to make it easier for them to not get frustrated. So if uh, if it's about texture, if it's about fasteners because it needs fine motor that they cannot get, so this is your interlude, you can talk to us, we'll be able to advise and we have a special tailor who can make adjustments to your child's uniform to make them inclusive for your child and supportive so they don't get frustrated. If they cannot button, things that are as easy as this one they can hook it it's easy enter and turn why stress your child with all this stress of oh laser or oh, shoes or oh, whatnot so those are consultations we can give you and it speaks under our inclusive web brand that was launched last year and um apart from that like i said when they're closing Remember, you start early one week, school is closing. When it's midterm, we're taking a break from school. It will resume after a while so that they're able to adjust with the change and not get frustrated. When it comes to closing, you start a bit earlier. So especially the first times before they understand the sequel of how terms work, you have to let them know that it's about to take, and then you try, and when they come home, you just try and keep them occupied and have a routine. It's way easier to have a child at home who's used to being in school to have a routine for home, other than just, okay, sit in front of the TV, sit and do whatever it is that you want. That might be a bit frustrating also, because when, when a child who's used to routine, just try and and have that for them if you need support also in uh, like visual supports for how to prepare a routine for your child you can also reach out to us and we will support you hi and welcome back i am still your host dr sylvia muchabo Akinsiku. Uh, the founder of Andy Space for Special Needs Persons, and we are discussing schools and how to actually transit your child from being at home to being in school. So, we have touched on how the process of actually getting a child to blend in and settle in school, a new school, which is a big change for them. If they've been home, even transitioning from one school to another, you should still follow the same, same that we were saying. They Take them there, let them know they're changing, communicate, let them do alternate days so that they're able to balance and you know how much time you have also to do that transition. Now, before you even get to deciding that your child is going to go to this school, so depending on um, where you're based, there are places called EX centers these are uh, place the uh, early assessment ses- centers for education like KISEN, and we also have them in the counties and we have also private practitioners you can check out our special needs resource hub that is www.specialneedsresourcehub.org Under the, ed- the resources education we have listed for you um, what ex centers are, and also given you contacts, and that is the resource portal for you as a caregiver to make your journey easier. You have all the information you need to understand about autism, and on top of that, you have the list of resources, both medical, health, and under the, the social protection, plus assistive devices. So here at Andy Speaks, we got you covered. Back to our topic. So when you go for early for you when you go for assessment, this assessment centers and assessors. Practically as opposed to spend time with your child and assess their capability. And this is education-wise. Remember, we're not talking about assessment for diagnosis because people usually confuse these two. Here, it is strictly assessment for educational purposes. So they will spend time with your child, see their capabilities, and then advise you which schools are uh, to send them to. If it's going to be a regular, integrated, or um, a special school, depending on the ability. Remember, autism is a spectrum, so it's not, again, a one-size-fits-all. So that is why all these things are just there to make it easier for your child to be in the right place. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very, very important. And then there is um, what I had mentioned earlier, which is our talented children, which is one of the greatest um gaps that we have. Because our kids can being on a the spectrum, there are people who think autism is just oh that's a genius. It's that's like what you see on Good Doctor, that's what you see on XYZ or on Sheldon. Not everyone is the same man. So everything is different. So speaking of which our talented children were who are specialized like I know I met this cool kid who uh, it was, I think it was in Grangeville, in kilian who he was able to tell the day you were born. You just tell them 2010, they'll tell you it was a Monday. Like, seriously, yes, that is genius. Then you have those ones who are very good with numbers. They can do big number calculations. There are those who are good with science there are very many talents you know that are available and i know there is a difficulty in finding the right place so we're still searching and hoping that we'll be able to see where best um children like that can be but then there is a question of, of, of that also happened today or if they're extra talented where do i take them do because they, they get bored when they're just in class with the others. You know, there is the high functioning uh, autistics. These are the ones who are able to have conversation. They could even be not talking, but then they're very good with, you know, writing. They're those who self-teach how to read, like, uh, I can give a sound their child child, start reading at one and can read, comprehend by two. They can do mathematics, they can see and replicate. They're those ones who have very high memory. They remember everything. Remember, it's not a polalia. the ones who can repeat everything that they hear so these are all aspects of autism that are there but now you find that now when it comes to the education side of it they know more than their age and the challenge is normally do we let them skip and then do we take them to the you know higher classes those are some of the challenges that you will find with the gifted and talented especially in the demographics of our country and Uh, getting a place that can accommodate them and making those decisions for us as parents is always not easy at all. So be proud if you want us to feature, by the way, your talented child. On our special needs resource portal, we have the uh, Afro Hero Corners where we are putting on the spotlight African heroes who are neurodiverse or those with uh, neurodevelopmental disabilities like cerebral palsy. So those developmental disabilities, but have they have overcome and they're doing great things despite expectations of them not being able to do it. We're looking for you to feature you on that parcel so that we can have our own African stories to tell. We are always hearing about over in Atlantic, Microsoft, Apple, blah, blah, no, we have our own people. So if you know of a child who's neurodivergent or I am an adult who's exceptional and definitely deserves to be featured, do let us know. So today it was a short one just to bring you up to speed on back to school. Don't forget if you need customization for uniforms to make it easier for your child with fasteners, etc., to make it inclusive, talk to us at Annie Speaks under our brand Inclusive Wear. We will be able to take care of you. If you want information on the different levels of education, because remember, our children don't do age based, they do stage based. So it is according to their capabilities. That is very, very important for you to remember when you're looking for the curriculum. You need to look for a center that works with stage-based, not age-based because if you place your child in a class just because that's the age where they're supposed to be. That one I learned firsthand. Mine refused to go to school because of the frustrations of the things that were just too high up his capability so embrace your child for who they are and not what you expect them to be i will sing this quote in every time and every opportunity i get because we all know that's one of the greatest challenges because we have expectations as caregivers for our children so don't forget take your time communicate assess take it easy with the transition take your time before you fully commit know what you want out of the school Get an IEP, get education assessment and then let your child be your lead because you need them to be in a place where they are loved, accepted and integrated into the community and not segregated on the side at a corner yet you think that your child is going to school. As always, I am your host, Dr. Sylvia Muchabo Akinsiku here on our NeuroDigest podcast where we have neuro conversations about facts and African stories of what it is that we are handling as caregivers of persons with special needs and especially the neurodivergent. And until next time, it is bye-bye, but before I go, do not forget to subscribe and follow us on our social media pages and also on our web podcast which is uh neurodigest backslash and speaks for special needs persons dot o r g tada and be safe